And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Oh, I got to tell you, it's an exciting time when you can go online and order for your friend and buddy, Doc Manson, one of the first ever uh, Graveyard Dog t-shirts. Because it's not enough that Roman Reigns and The Undertaker are going to team up this Sunday at Extreme Rules, but they need a name, so they are eligible to be drafted in next year's draft, they are the Graveyard Dogs. That's... How are you, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson? Oh, I'm good, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. And um, the Graveyard Dogs might be the stupidest thing I've heard today. Congratulations. I suppose it depends on what you've done today. Like, if you've been just sitting in that chair all day, that might not be that big of a thing. But you probably went to work with other people, so I gotta say, I probably have some competition. Yeah, when you go to work with other people, would you characterize those interactions as mostly stupid things? Some stupid things? Occasional stupid things? A healthy amount of stupid things. Yeah, I I sort of feel the same way. It's not every day, it's not all day. Well, no, it is every day. It's not all day. Yeah, and it's not even like... I'm not like, you know, it's not like a person that I'm thinking of. It's just, you know, in general, Mm -hmm. it's always just, huh. I find that people in general, and I'm sure I'm this way as well. You are. Thank you. I'm sure that, uh, you know, but people in general tend to make, there's a reason it's the expression, mountains out of molehills. So people will come to me when I do work, which I haven't done in a while. But they will come to me and say, oh my god, this is going on, what are we going to do? And I'm like, uh, X, we'll do X. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that'll work. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that interaction. Honestly, that's pretty much, I think I've said it before, 80% of my job is just being like, oh, okay, let's do this then. Yeah. And I find that I don't know. As time goes on, people become more and more difficult to please. I don't know what that's about, but where you can get, you know, your uh, Amazon packages delivered sometimes the next day, if not the same day. And I mean, that's not really what I was talking about, but uh, but yeah, I mean, then what were you talking? <sighs> I don't know, just like people at work, it just seems like it becomes more and more difficult to make people, not make people, but to please people, to get them on board. I don't know, I just... Are you saying... uh, uh, People are the bane of my existence. As a manager, I guess that makes sense, right? Because that is the job. Are you saying you're looking for other employment? I Well, I mean, I was. I had an interview last week. Didn't get the job, but... Okay. What? Good. Good to know. I'm kept up to speed on the life of my. Oh, because you need to know about every job application I put in. I didn't even know you were putting in job applications. Was this job at the same place? Just a different. No, it was not. It was at a nearby institution. I'm trying to 
And in fairness, it would not have involved leaving my current position. Um, I am trying to get experience as instructor of record because at some point I would like to transition from what I am doing into something where I deal less with other people. And teaching is a great way to deal less with other people. Okay, let's see. It's uh, July 11th. It's around quarter of six. I'm just going to remind you of that when you become a teacher of people and you find that you are constantly having to deal with them. I don't think that's the case. Did you get pizza delivered? No. Oh. You had mentioned pizza delivered pronto. I think you were checking your mic before we started recording. Ah, and I- it's an excellent plosive test on your microphone. Please bring pizzas pronto. Um, there's all those P and B sounds that'll just blow up your mic if the bi- your windscreen. I believe those are in- called the bilabial fricatives. They're called plosives in recording terms. Maybe they're also called that. I I don't. I just. I wouldn't pretend. I just like saying that the bilabial. Fricatives. What about labia? That's not what we're talking about. <clears throat> what we're talking about is Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view. So let's let's try to cover this weekend in pro wrestling and then find out how much Doc Manson <clears throat> is not going to watch. Um, I believe AEW has their next show sometime this weekend, Fight for the Fallen. Um. The Evolve promotion is going to have one of their shows on the WWE Network. And then on Sunday, we are getting Extreme Rules, which currently has 10. I'll say most of these matches look amazing. So, ah. so uh, of that, Doc Manson, how much are you going to watch? None. Not even Fight for the Fallen? No, I mean, I'd have to sign up for a bleacher something live. Uh, I have to sign up for some sort of account to watch it. And ugh. I don't know. I must just be getting old, but I have no desire to try to figure out what streaming app I need to watch this thing anymore. I just I just don't care. And I don't know. I haven't been watching wrestling for a while. I'm completely bought out at this point. I I don't think I'm getting back into it. I think the dream is over, DC. You've said that before, though. We've had this conversation before, and then you did buy back in. Yeah, but this time I think we should probably end the podcast, and that'll really keep me out of it. Okay. If you really want to do that, we can have that discussion. Episode 200 should be our last one. On a scale of 1 to 10. How actually serious are you? Twelve. I don't believe you. (laughs) If you had said seven, I'd have been like, okay, well, we should talk about this on air, because I'm going to start crying, and I don't want to cry on air. (laughs) But. Uh, I don't know, though. We've we've gone back and forth with the whole DDT wrestling, DDT podcast. We didn't actually change anything last time. But I am starting to think... Maybe we should wrap up this DDT wrestling thing for good. And move on to what, exactly? I I don't know. See, there's going to be an email. Because I've glanced over the emails. Mitchell's email this week is really going to address this again. Do we go to that now, or would you like to wait till the typical end of the show 
to well, do. Well, I mean, if you know it's typical or topical, rather. Yeah. Um, uh, Mitchell Monroe, podcast at DDTWrestling.com. Conspiracy theory. DC is so worried about the horrid podcast being so great that he's trying to run off with Jeremy and Uber nerd <laughs> drafting so he's not left alone in the dust. Joking aside, love the Uber nerd draft. As someone into history, I'm looking forward to horrid. Love DDT pod. And I miss the list. We could just go back to the list and be talking uh, about wrestling. I don't wrestling. want to do that either. We could be talking about wrestling in the past tense rather than dealing with wrestling in the present tense. I think you and Jeremy should bring back the list. I'm sure you've already had that conversation. We have not actually had that conversation. But I'm starting to say, this is starting to sound eerily like all of the many times I got broken up with in college. Like they're taking those <laughs> tentative steps. Say that again? You're taking those tentative steps and like testing the waters to see if I'm like into it. And I'm like, no. And then you finally go, sit down. We, we should talk. And I go, oh, darn it. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should talk. Okay, let's do it now. We we do everything else transparency wise. <laughs> if you really and truly want this journey uh, to end, I'm not saying that the journey should end. Maybe, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying we should break up. I'm just saying we should stop talking and looking at each other <laughs> well that's not what i said because we would <laughs> i don't know i just I, the ddt wrestling in particular i mean we're, you're gonna sit here and make me listen to I, extreme rules i'd like to point out six eight weeks ago it was you who had said we need to get back into this wrestling thing that's where it's at we, but yeah, but, I mean, you're right. I did say that, but we also never really left it. Yeah, I'm. I am open to changing topics. I I'm not sure exactly what those topics will be. We usually need something to kind of. I can go back and find you know food personality quizzes and things if you'd like to go back to the days of DC and Doc Talk where we were struggling to come up with topics. We can do that. I do think that something of a variety show would be fun, but I I do agree with you that there has to probably be some sort of central theme because with DDT wrestling, we could always come back to the wrestling when there was nothing else sparking us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's useful. It is a useful crutch to have, but I don't know. I'm probably just in a funk. I'm trying to get a different job. I didn't get the job. I'm probably just in a funk. I haven't been working on Horrid. I still like talking to you every week. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'd like to point out, <clears throat> had I known these life updates, I would have anticipated that perhaps you may have been feeling this way, and we could have found, like, I would have put on clown makeup, I'd have put on a stupid wig, I'd have been like, hey, Doc Manson, don't be so glum. <laughs> Do you own a clown wig? No, but I've bought paint? I've bought weirder things online. So don't take this the wrong way. 
but you would make a mean John Wayne Gacy. Google search. Oh, oh. yeah, oh. I suppose I would. How about that? I mean, not the whole, you know, murder thing. No, no, of course not that. No, no, not that. But yeah, I, you know, clowns in general, since we're, we're having this variety show, it's, it's rare that I see a clown get up that doesn't look like a serial killer. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's because clowns are serial killers. Like, even if you just type in funny clown and click on images, they all look like they've got something wrong. Oh, there's something wrong, all right. I can see why people are afraid of clowns. I'm not particularly, but I can see where the fear comes from. Oh, well, all right. Terrifier was a pretty cool recent when does, uh, film about a slasher when clown. When does It 2 come out? Isn't that soon? Sometime in the next? Probably this summer. But I don't know when exactly. Shouldn't you? Looks shouldn't good. You, as a horror fan, know these things? September 6th, according to this. I would know these things, but you know how frequently I get to the theater. I don't know. There was a couple of weeks there you were you saw like two things in a row. Yeah, maybe I'll get back did to some other stuff. Did you see Child's Play, the new one? No, I did not. It looked bad. Rotten Tomatoes, 63%. I like Aubrey Plaza, and I like Mark Hamill, obviously, but I don't know. It's not, the, the funny thing is that series is still ongoing. The original director has his own sort of series of movies, and I think there may even be a TV show that he's working on now. It's like this reboot is very strange because... I don't think the work on the other original series has stopped. Um, it's not big budget anymore. The last several have been like direct to, you know, Netflix at this point, I guess, direct to DVD. But I don't I don't think he has any plans to stop his line of films either. So it's very weird situation. I don't know. And I don't know. I just from the previews, it looked like him being in control of all the smart home stuff just looked a little too convenient i I don't know i just i'm sure it's a i'm sure it's a smart update get it with the times and all but it didn't really appeal to me i'm sure i will see it at some point but it wasn't enough to draw me to the theater but i would also say that child's play is not one of my all-time favorite series i do like the uh i like the first two films quite a bit the second one is a good horror comedy there's some good um slapstick in there i guess you would call it you know it's very horror themed but uh the third one kind of stinks and everything past that what is your preferred got too satirical what is your preferred ratio of horror to comedy oh i don't know um i like horror comedies there are some people who don't like comedy in their horror movies at all but i find that the two topics work very well together hot and cold showers if you will um, you know, breaking the tension and setting you, putting down your guard, which just sets you back up to then get tense again. I think it works very well together. Uh, and it's a very fine line. It can be done very poorly, but when it's done well, it is fantastic. I would think that would be your wheelhouse, but I'm sure, of course, you also can enjoy just a straight up horror movie and you've been 
Oh, absolutely. You've been talking about getting into the gelato type movies and things about that, so. Delicious. Uh, well, all right. All I'm going to say, since you're, you're not in a, in a great place to appreciate wrestling, and that's fine. All I'm going to say is if you were to just turn on the WWE Network on Sunday or Monday after work, you could watch Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. You could watch Ricochet versus AJ Styles. You could watch Aleister Black versus Cesaro. These are things that you could watch. And I understand we've had this conversation many times. You need a story. You're not going to watch a match just because of a match. You, you want a story. But I think there's enough here. You would get to watch The Undertaker and Roman Reigns as a tag team. You'd get to watch Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch as a tag team. You know what really this is? What? You need to... You, you, you don't want to have to decide on the streaming services. Kaiju Big Battle. This is it. The time is right for Kaiju Big Battle. Maybe it gets you appreciating some wrestling again. It's going to be that kind of goofy monster movie thing. People wearing crazy costumes and jumping on each other. But then I'm going to have to watch lousy wrestling. Yes, but you said you don't think that you don't care as much about the wrestling. No, the wrestling still has to be good. Okay. So if I can get Aleister Black and Cesaro to put on dinosaur <laughs> costumes. I'm there. <laughs> All right. So you're saying there's a chance. Absolutely. So you're well, taking so a break from Horrid? You're just... No, I'm actually... Today, I'm actually feeling more... Like, I'm going to get back into it than I have probably the whole last week, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Getting there. Getting there. We are we are doing... The, the all-time draft is wrapping up. I'm sorry we didn't invite you. I have a feeling, given the week you've had, probably wouldn't have been a great place for you anyways. Who got RoboCop? Nobody has drafted RoboCop yet. You guys are all lame. Uh... But um, I'm, I've taken the group of guys that I drafted, and I started to write out, you know, we had said, usually what you do at the end of the draft is you say, all right, here's what my pay-per-view would look like with these talents. And so I was thinking that, and then somebody had suggested you could do a whole year's worth of pay-per-views. Just And then while I was thinking about that and how that would look, now I'm thinking maybe I need to start booking weekly television shows. So I've started writing those. I think I'll get probably about a third of the way into episode one and then go, no, this is dumb. And then never do it again. But, you know. Whatever. As long as you're having fun. I, that's it. It is, it is enjoyable, which is really all that matters. So I'm, I can't wait. I'm already excited to hear what your piece of positivity is. I can tell it's going to be... Oh, yeah, I clearly thought about it ahead of time, just as I do every week. Just, I found myself, while we were, like, testing mics and things, looking around the room, like, is there anything here that's new that I can say I like? Because, you know, I don't have a, a, a great answer this, you know, this time. The draft is over. That's nice. But, um, 
So what's on your mind, Doc Manson? We're only 20 minutes in. We could go to the email and make this a short show. If you're just not feeling it, nobody will blame you. But, uh... I'm good. Okay, except <laughs> my plan was to talk about Extreme Rules, and, well, that's well, the end of that. You talk about Extreme Rules. What, what are, that, what I'm are excited. you looking forward to the most I, I, from this wrestling I am not show. necessarily looking forward to the two main events. Clearly, Rollins and Lynch versus Corbin and Evans is going to be one of the last matches. I'm not wild about it. I don't mind Baron Corbin being in the main event, but I'm not wild about this storyline. I feel like it's gone on a little too long. I'd like that to be over so we can figure out who Seth Rollins is going to wrestle at SummerSlam. Is it true that there's a the man's man t-shirt now? Yes. Yes. I do think we're heading down the road to either them both turning heel or just Seth Rollins turning heel because he's tired of Becky Lynch making him look like a jackass. So, uh, I'm not wild about the Graveyard Dogs versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre, though I'll probably watch it because, unlike The Undertaker and Goldberg, I think this has the capability of being... Okay, at least. Yeah, I mean, as long as The Undertaker stays out of the ring. Yeah. Kofi versus Joe, it's going to be great. Uh, Bailey is wrestling Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, because apparently Alexa has a bad sinus infection, and so probably won't be able to do a whole lot of wrestling. I swear, this woman gets injured or hurt or sick in some way every time she gets a title shot. Is it a triple threat? No, it's supposedly a handicap match. So what no one knows, as far as I can tell, is if Nikki Cross pins Bailey, who's the champion? Is it both of them? Is it, you know, are they going to break it up like, uh, you know, a friendship bracelet sort of thing? I don't know how that's going to work. I always thought that's what the Iconics should have done. We each have half of a title, but... Instead, they became tag team champions. And we never see them. Uh, Are they they currently the tag team champions? They are. Let let me just, because now I'm curious. Peyton Royce. The only thing I knew about Peyton Royce was apparently she was at a bachelorette party and was sitting on the lap of a drummer during a concert. And everyone was like, oh, Ty Dillinger, you're in trouble. Let's see. Um. She last wrestled on television on June 17th, Uh, so it's been almost a month since they've been on TV defending the titles, at least according to ProFightDB. They'll eventually lose the belts to Asuka and Kairi Zane, but... Are they still a tag team? Yes. Yes, they are still the Kabuki Warriors. Good to know they still have no idea what to do with either of them on the main roster. That's great. Io Shirai, if you want, <coughs> excuse me, if you wanted to watch wrestling that might be a little more less involved, Io Shirai has turned heel and cut a very short promo that was still very good. So, if you wanted to watch NXT, who is she cutting a promo on? So, all right, I'll tell you. She was wrestling. She had been wrestling Shayna Baszler for the women's title multiple times, hadn't won it. They had a cage match two weeks ago. Uh, Shayna won again by the skin of her teeth. Candice LeRae had been out there to fight off the other horsewomen, 
Candice came into the ring to kind of comfort Io or Eo for losing. Eo snapped and beat the crap out of Candice. So she came out and I'm I'm just stating the facts right now. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. no she came out black tank top, black leather pants. You know, the fans were booing. She was she almost was talking to herself in a little way as she made her way to the ring. And she basically said, I don't need friends and I don't need any of you. Dropped the mic and walked out. <clears throat> it was an interesting turn for that character. It was something, a new side of her that I had not seen before. And clearly this is heading to EO versus Candice at the, probably the takeover before SummerSlam. So there's okay. good stuff. There's good yeah. stuff if you're looking sure. for it. I'm not, but, you know, okay. thanks. All right. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> more than likely this pay-per-view will be quite good. The matches look good. <clears throat> Kevin Owens is now a babyface again. He had a pipe bomb talking about how no one asked for Shane McMahon. And, you know, I don't consider myself the best in the world. I wouldn't dare call myself that. Every time you're on screen, you're cutting, you're taking time away from Apollo Crews and Kyrie Zane and Asuka. And so he's apparently he's now the voice of the people who don't like Shane McMahon, even though Shane McMahon is the best in the world. Do people not like Shane McMahon? Oh, no, he's a heel. He's a healy heel. Okay. So I'm excited. Should be a good show. What's the Miz doing? He's not been around. He was playing in a celebrity softball game last I knew. Okay. So, I don't I don't know if he's taking time off to be with his pregnant wife. I don't know what the <clears throat> story is with that. But All right. We'll get to the emails. See if there's a topic there. I should we should have I should have come over and brought Uno cards and we could have played on the air. That would have been a re- you would have been in a great mindset for that. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Um, did you see the lovely message Glenn left us? Apple Podcast had said, you know, so I asked some question like which podcast helped you out during a tough time, and Glenn said it was ours. He was in a low place, and our podcast helped him get through it. So um, that's why we do this show, Doc Manson. That's why we do this show. To help people get through low times. I didn't see that, but that's nice to know. So, uh, Glenn has sent us an email. General Hugh Erection and other strange wrestling names. Hi, guys. If you could create a wrestling pseudonym for yourselves, what would the character be and what would you call yourselves? And no, DC Matthews and Doc Manson are not credible answers. Thanks as always, Glenn. Well, of course not. Those are our real names. Can't be a pseudonym if it's your real name. Uh, what would the character be? See, because a pseudonym doesn't imply a character. A pseudonym is just a name. But a lot of times those go hand in hand for wrestlers. I suppose that is true. Uh, I mean, Repo Man wasn't picking up the trash. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm Repo Man, and I'm here to talk to you about your heating... And air conditioning units. Right. Um, oh. hmm. Glenn's always asking the deep questions that require us to think. 
in all fairness, <coughs> I probably would just be Doc Manson. I know he said I can't say that, but. <laughs> I, no, but you have talked about, you have had issues in the past questioning the Manson name. As a wrestler, though, I think that would be completely appropriate. I don't think well, yes. that was your career. There'd be no problem with that. <clears throat> I, I go back to, because I was looking at very, very old tweets, because I'm coming up on my, whatever it is, five years on Twitter. Um, you know, I was the teacher before I was DC Matthews, so I think I would be the teacher, and then I would have to come up with a different name. And the only name that pops into my head right now is Quentin R. Fussbucket, but I don't think that would do it. No, I, Though that would, you are a total Fussbucket. I think that would work. All right, then in which case, uh, I am uh, the teacher. Not your teacher, that's Matt Stryker. I'm just the teacher, uh, Quentin R. Fussbucket. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but I really do think I would go with Doc Manson, and I think I would basically just be Damien Sandow. In the bathrobe? No, probably not the bathrobe. Maybe a lab coat, but, you know. Oh, there you go. All right, uh, Chris Hawk. Oh, he remembered. Good. Uh, titled The Draft. Thank you, DC, for sending me a copy of the list. It really helped me out, and you and Doc should definitely do a list. 2.0. Sent from my iPhone. Second email of the week that references the list. I did not ask them to do this. See? That was not me. Everybody likes the list more than DDT Wrestling. <clears throat> then we should do that. We'll take a... We'll take a three-month break from DDT Wrestling, and we'll just start the list 2.0 with episode 184 or 185. We'll keep numbering them the same way. but That'll be confusing. But yes, <clears throat> Chris Hawk, very smart strategy. He's, he's doing his all-time draft. He was running out of names of people he wanted to take, so he asked for a copy of the list so he could look at the names and see if anyone jumped out at him as someone he'd want to draft. Cool. I don't know anyone who's ever done that before. All right, we already covered Mitchell's that I'm worried about being abandoned after this uh, episode. Clearly, I should be worried about being abandoned. You'll always uh, have Jeremy. Jeremy. I love Jeremy, but no one can replace n Nothing compares to you. That's some pretty good praise. Uh, Danielle internally screams. Oh, right that. Oh, hey. I enjoyed the discussion about Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff from last week. My theory is that this duo brings back the ruthless aggression era, viewers and aesthetic, something WWE can present or mimic easier than the attitude era. With fall semester starting in a month, my class options are endless. The Shakespeare classes I want to take, each focusing on comedy and tragedy plays, I know I'll take at least two classes for my last long-distance commute from the city to the college town. Today's questions. Have you guys ever taken a night class? I'm considering it for U.S. history or Spanish. It would be from 6.30 to 9.05, two days per week. I'll stop there for a second. Uh, yes. Oh? <clears throat> well, I'm assuming in college, yeah, there were evening classes. <clears throat> Did I ever make it through an entire evening class without dropping it? Rarely. Mm. I took jujitsu, couldn't keep going to class because there was too much fun things to do. Drop that. <clears throat> took a history honors class that just was too much work. Drop that. I don't remember really taking any night classes when I was in college, um, but I, I, I did have to teach several classes as a graduate student that happened at night. And 
Yeah, I mean, I had some that were like six o'clock to nine o'clock. They were labs, of course. And, you know, it'd be late and you'd be finishing up with your research for the day. You'd already been there nine to five. I used to just get like some commuter meals on the meal plan. I'd go across the street, go to, you know, the dining hall, eat dinner. And then I'd go back across the street and teach the lab and go home late. You know, it was always a drag. It was always a haul. I don't know. You have to really... Be, I think you have to commit to the idea of being there late. It was never something I wanted to do, but I, I mean, I, depending on your schedule, I could see it, you know, yeah. being attractive. But yeah, some people are into it, you know, and some people are into it if they, you know, can sleep in till ten or eleven at night or in the morning rather, and you know, they just change their days. But I was always up early, so I wanted to get my classes over with. Yeah. Reading challenge. Have you guys ever participated in reading challenges? If not. Any other challenges like movies, binging, etc. Next weekend on July 20th to 21st, I will be participating in 24 inches 48. The goal is to read for 24 hours in a 48 hour time period. From 12.01 a.m. Saturday, the 20th to 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, the 21st. I figured this would be of interest to DC, Mrs. Manson and possibly Doc. Uh, I had a not-so-fun medical flare-up this week, and we'll be seeing my cardiologist soon. Hence the caption to this email. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Danielle, sorry to hear about the medical mystery. Um, Hope it all works out well. Back to the reading challenge. Have you ever participated in a reading challenge? Not that intense. You know, there's reading challenges in in school settings where you okay. know can you read So you haven't read Intense like out in the forest do it while you're camping yeah. but you've done it in a school makes sense I'm a wigwam I'm a teepee I'm a wigwam I'm a teepee That's... I know what your problem is you're too tense <laughs> A horse walked into a bar the bartender said why the long face I don't get no respect It's my my Rodney It's not bad That's a pretty good Rodney Well thank you Yeah I like that okay. that was actually decent I liked that <laughs> um, Rodney needs to be a recurring character on this show. <laughs> uh, twenty-four and forty-eight—that sounds really like a lot. You'd have to like sleep. You have to read every moment you're awake, and even then, like, what are you normally up? Like ten hours a day, twelve hours a day? <laughs> well, no, you Seven, have forty-eight. Nine, hours. I guess okay. Let's assume. So you let's sleep say you, you'd be awake like four. 14 hours out of the day, say. 14 to 16 yeah. hours out of the day. You're reading okay. most of the day. I guess you could make it. I guess you could do that. If you read in four-hour shifts and then took an hour or two off and then went back to reading. <clears throat> but that's, you know, that's a labor of love. You've got Well, it's a challenge. Open. Well, plus, what does it mean by reading? Like, can I read my comic books on my Chromebook? <clears throat> that sure. would help. Can I, can I read emails and correspondence can i read the things the words that i'm writing down does that count as reading or do i have to be no, that's writing people that's words? writing that's that's a different month <laughs> I, I don't know the difference between reading and writing for i am the teacher <laughs> quentin r fuss bucket i think quentin r fuss bucket that would be great he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't like <laughs> i was gonna say he could have he's... a rodney dangerfield gimmick <laughs> i tell you I tell you, you got to read these books <laughs> and write them too. It's the same thing. All right. Um, um, I can't yeah, say I don't believe I've done a reading challenge either. Um, obviously, every October I do 
the uh, 31 Nights of Horror challenge. I think last year I actually completed it as well. I did 31 movies in 31 days. Um, and actually, I think I was over. I think I actually did like 34 movies in the 31 days. So I was that's the first time I ever hit it. So it was pretty good. I'm sure you'll hit it this time. How many horror movies do you think you've watched this calendar year so far? I don't know. If you had to guess. I I don't know. Pro- I mean, actually, probably higher than usual because there was eight or nine weeks of uh, the Joe Bob Briggs show on Shutter, the last drive in. And those were all double features. And I watched almost all of those. So that was like 19 movies. I'm sorry, like 18 movies, 16 movies, somewhere in there. And I, I watched pretty much all of them. So I don't I mean, I and then I've obviously been watching a lot of stuff for Horrid as well, not just for Horrid, but also for my own personal edification, I guess. Um, I don't, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably not a huge number, but probably at least 30. I mean, I would think it would be higher, you know, granted we're only slightly past the halfway point of the year. And but I'm that's not watching still... a horror movie every day. I don't even know that I watch one every week on my own. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, our last email comes from Jeremy titled Draft Life. As the all-time Draft B creeps to its conclusion, post-Draft Depression will soon be upon us. This was perhaps the most successful Draft summer to date. Many milestones were achieved. For instance, Doc Manson did not participate. No, I would say last year was more successful, because we had four Draft pools going at once, including a Bestie Draft. We did not even approach the idea of a Bestie Draft this year. Hmm. So... First-timers have become every-timers. A record number of trades were achieved in all-time draft day. Wrestlers depicted on a Grecian urn were drafted to the same roster as the Southpaw Swamp Monster and Groundskeeper Willie. The penalty rule was introduced to much pain and suffering. I'd like to know what the rules were that allowed a cartoon character to be drafted. I believe there is either it's in a video game or in the show. Groundskeeper Willie is a wrestler. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> and, that's not an actual Ma- person. Maddie's doing the draft, and we all he he is not. Last year, Maddie drafted the Irish Whip, which meant that no one could use the Irish Whip but his the people on his roster. <clears throat> so Maddie's always done his own thing with the draft. He's taken your obstruction to eleven. So what you're saying is. <clears throat> You did a draft with no rules. I did. We did a draft with rules, and the rules were a little more relaxed for Maddie because we understand the way he operates. <clears throat> Could I have drafted Jason Voorhees? Now, I have talk, thought about the idea of doing more of a draft style podcast as opposed to a list because <clears throat> we did talk about the list 2.0 being more well what if every episode we did a different list and we did that way we, that would give us a structure and allow us to go off into different topics <clears throat> what would be i want to have a best sandwich list just saying so yes so that yeah. allowed him to draft <clears throat> uh yeah groundskeeper willie uh randy robinson All who's right. the guy from the wrestler he just took Linda McMahon. <clears throat> so, but nobody's taken RoboCop. Not yet. 
The penalty rule was introduced. Jedi Fett achieved the amazing accomplishment of suffering a penalty twice in the same round. He also managed to select a tag team that was already on his roster. True story. This year's draft even spawned a spinoff on two by-the-book editions of the DDT pod, which is just... Oh, why don't you just uh, toot your own horn there? Memories were made, words were said, tears were shed. I wondered if Doc regretted not participating in this year's draft, and before he... I wasn't invited! And before he immediately declares a resounding no, I do hope he knows his camaraderie and wit would have been a welcome addition to this year's group. To see him battle in a draft room with Maddie would have been a treat for us all. No. No, it wouldn't have. (laughs) It would have been... You would have... uh, You would have killed each other. No, I think it would have been fun. No real question, just some reflection. That's it. That's the email. Jeremy. We can keep going. There are plenty of people who would still draft. We've already done some rounds, but if you really want in, we oh, could... No, I'm good. We could, <laughs> <laughs> we could even pick just characters. Like, people would do non-wrestling drafts, I think. So, uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, I was humoring you. I was, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, just thought I'd Just ask. being polite. Well, you are a paragon of politeness. I've always thought that about you. Thanks. I'm sure I'm sure everyone thinks that. Oh yeah. Who knows big me? Time. Big time. Big mm. time. <clears throat> well, unless you have a topic to bring up of note, uh it is time for your piece of positivity there, sir. Um uh, let's see. My piece of positivity is um um I was worried oh boy. We, were, we were gonna have a shorter show than usual, but I'm just gonna sit here and wait till you got one, so uh I think we're good. I think you're going to need to go first before I uh, just keep having dead air. I don't know. I think the dead air, it was, it was doing something for me. Uh, let's see. I, you know, it, I've picked summer. A, uh, I just received a okay. text message. Um, my wife is my piece of positivity. I swear. Sometimes she just sits outside your door in the hallway listening to your half of the conversation i think she's all the way across the house but honestly my voice just projects i've got that theater i've been voice. i've been told that too i've been told that too i've been told like it sounds like you're right next to me and i'm like you're no granted we don't have a large space but you're all, like i've got a door closed i'm not yelling i do but, as well <laughs> so yeah. uh well then you know what we'll do our wives are our piece of positivity they're what keep us they're what keep us going without them we would be nothing you know what? I, I'll agree. My wife really is a real piece. Of what? A real piece of work. Positive work. I, Mrs. Mrs. Work. Manson, I know he means positive work. I can tell from his eyes. He's, he's... Like a nude model. Art. Okay. Boobs. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, well, big ones. <laughs> this has been a journey. Little ones. This has been a journey, friends. You know, squishy ones. <laughs> Not up. Flat ones. <laughs> Milky ones. I was waiting for you to go big ones, small ones, chocolate dipped ones. Some as big as your head. <laughs> that too. That's All it. right. Uh, it's been a journey, my friends. It's been a journey. Uh, Doc Manson. Oh, like, Don't stop Terrified to ask this question, but uh, anything else you'd like to say before we head out to that good night? You didn't give me your piece of positivity. My wife. Oh, come on. You had one planned. What was it? I didn't really. I honestly didn't have one planned. I was oh. grasping at straws. Um, yeah. Because you know, I've been my doing piece a lot of, of positivity for real. Because it can't be my wife. Is is this show? I'm smiling a lot more now than I was when we started. Amazing how glad, that works. Huh? I am. I am glad to hear it. I am glad to hear it. <clears throat> my All piece, right. My piece of time. Okay, I think I don't know if I'm. I'm sure I've mentioned him before, but uh, the author Bill Bryson. I Who? you know. Bill Bryson. He's a, I guess you would call him a travel writer. He wrote a short history of nearly everything. He wrote, uh, let's see. Oh, I've heard of that, I think. Yeah. A Walk in the Woods. He wrote, you know, so he, he'll, he's a travel writer, so he'll go someplace. He grew up in Iowa. He moved to England for a while. So his first big book was he was home and drove around the country and was just, writing about his experiences and so i love that kind of writing so i've been trying to read his books chronologically so i'm into that so if i were to be doing a 24 and 48 challenge danielle i would probably be trying to read as much bill bryson as i could so Hmm. that's what i will go with but really my wife is my piece of positivity she is the best anything else you'd like to say doc manson before we head out into that good night if you'd like to have your thoughts read right on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you'd like to listen to our back catalog, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or by going to your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send just a little bit of financial contribution to DC and Doc. It helps keep the lights on and the podcast train a-chugging. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am your teacher, Quentin R. Fussbucket, at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, oh man, can I sing the song like Rodney? I tell you, that's how I got to get in there. I tell you, (laughs) won't you be our bestie?